0: Oh, my God. I in I'm in the most angry mood right now. You don't even want it.
1: So am I.
0: What's wrong with you it, other than the obvious? It's going
1: to take obvious.
0: Yeah, I said, what's wrong what's with obvious? you other than the obvious?
1: What's the obvious?
0: I mean, you got some props, Brand.
1: Some props?
0: You got props. We all got what props. What
1: do you know that I... <laughs> well, I'm so confused. It's going to take me a solid five minutes to talk about my problems, so let's hear yours first.
0: Okay, so we just got back from Mexico and...
1: Yeah you look tan
0: thank you I feel tan and so I was making like a cool Dean Unglert video with my drone and I got this new I told you last week I got this new MacBook Pro and it keeps giving me this Uh error message that the motherfucking videos are still in the camera so I have to re-up I do the whole
1: thing over again and that's not that big of a deal
0: I've been working on it all morning long
1: guess what I've been doing all morning long
0: I don't know Astro's been shitting all over the place
1: you know what? For once it's not my dog. No. Well, if I didn't know better, I would think that I'm, I'm let me just, first I'm I'm dog sitting for Trace. Okay. Which I'm deeply regretting. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure his dog Nanook got into some freaking sugar-free Haribo gummy bears. Oh god. <laughs> because I've been cleaning up <laughs> diarrhea for the past 24 hours.
0: Oh no.
1: Watery Massive diarrhea. The dog weighs 140 pounds. Yeah, it's massive poos. It's runny poos. He's ruined two rugs that oh. I've had to pull by myself, take all the furniture off the rugs, and drag them outside because they smell so bad. And then last night, I guess he had diarrhea again in the mud room where everybody sleeps. Because I woke up this morning to to diarrhea just all over everything in my mud room.
0: Mud butt room.
1: I'm not kidding. Like, I had to throw out the two or three dog beds, blankets. Like, he just shit on everything. He even shit on my Dyson, but I was able to clean that. Wow,
0: he shit on the thing that cleans shit. Yeah. That's some fucking next-level villain shit.
1: Uh, so that's what I've been doing all, all
0: right. day. Yours is much worse. Mine's just frustrating because it's like, what is going on here? You know? But whatever.
1: <sighs> I'm annoyed.
0: We're going to figure it out. This is call- not a good
1: start to twenty twenty.
0: No, I know. Have you called Trace and was like, "Hey, by the way,"
1: yeah, and he feels really bad. He's like, "Nanook has never ever potted in the house ever," and I'm like, "Well, he is now, and you need to come home." And he's like, "Oh, I can't come home. I gotta." He was like, "I think I'm gonna stay a couple extra weeks," and I'm like, "No, no, 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 yeah, no." I'm not sure what's going to happen, and, but I am going to go crazy. That's one thing I do know.
0: I will say you're just like the dog sitting bitch of the Cyrus family.
1: I know. But here's the thing. I have owned a dog for a long time. You know, I'd feather before I had Astra. Yeah. And I just I know what it's like to need to travel and and have such a hard time finding someone to watch your dog that's, like, reliable and it's not charging you, like, a zillion dollars a day to come stay. Like, it's so tough, and I just feel so bad because I've been there that I just offer, and then I always regret it.
0: Yeah. All right, well, this is supposed to be a fun and positive place, so we need to cleanse ourselves of the negativity, you know? Okay, well, do you want to start the show? I feel like we started the show with some – some negativity that we can now kind of like get into the real show with some positivity.
1: Yeah, we got it. All
0: right. That was the shortest chit chat cold open we have ever done. We're, we're going to
1: turn it around for you guys. I promise.
0: I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe you're going to... You know what, you guys? The whole podcast is kind of learning about our crazy lives. Well, you know what? Buckle your seatbelts, boys and girls, because this is Angry Wells and Brandy episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Uh. YFT84,
0: the mud butt room. Let's go. Pro tip. Yeah.
1: Only just get one dog and don't ever offer to take anyone else's dog into your home ever. Yeah. That's my pro tip.
0: I like it. I like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so me or you?
1: I think it's your turn.
0: All right. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with...
1: Wells and Brandy. Hey,
0: it's officially... The new year. I mean, we put out a New Year's episode, but we actually recorded it beforehand, so this is really the new year, same me. Ep, you were in Washington, D.C., spinning the vinyls.
1: hmm I'm not spin vinyls, but yeah.
0: Scratching the needles on the ones and twos um, and threes and I fours. Was, I
1: was. I have a really great story. A great New Year's story. Let's hear it. All right. This will lighten the mood probably. It's actually... It could have been it could have been a dark thing. It, yeah. It, let me just Okay. let me just start from the beginning. Thankfully, this didn't happen to me. But um, so I travel with uh, my buddy, AJ. He MCs for me as I DJ because mm. I hate talking on the mic and he's really good at work in the crowd. So my yeah. buddy, AJ, was with me. And our really good friend, Derek, who actually lives in LA, but he flew out to do New Year's with us. And then my friend Kirsten was with me. And uh, my set was from like midnight to 1.30, which was really cool because I got to do the countdown, ring everybody in, play for an hour and a half, and then, you know, 1.30. And I'm like, all right, bedtime, because that's me. And so Kirsten and I go upstairs or, you know, we get ready for bed or whatever. We totally go, we, we go to sleep. We probably got eight hours of sleep. It was great. Wake up the next morning. And I text the boys, and I'm like, hey, you guys up? And they're like, you are not going to believe what happened to us. And I was like, what? And so Der- Derek was the one telling me the story, and he was like, all right. So there was this girl in the crowd that was, like, flirting with AJ from stage, like, all night long. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I didn't see her. I was talking about it. He was like, yeah, okay, well, this girl. So he was like, so when you guys left, we went back out there. Cause somebody else DJ'd after me and, and they brought this girl like up to the stage or whatever. And I was like, all right, mistake number one. And then they were like, and then since <laughs> you guys went upstairs, we brought her back to the green room since nobody was in it. And we were just hanging out. We thought we'd hang in the green room, have a drink, listen to some music. We had a little speaker in there. And they were like, we weren't in the green room more than two minutes. And this girl just passes out. She's so drunk, like incoherent. Like they can't wake her up. And they're like, what do we do? And they're like, well, call somebody. And Derek's like, we can't call somebody. We are two adult black men with a passed out drunk white girl. And this looks bad. This mm. looks really bad. And AJ's like, well, I don't know what to do. So they get her outside, they carry her basically outside, try to wake her up, get her out to, like, the main hallway. But, like, the trek from the, the green room, like, the stage area to the actual hotel rooms, like, it's kind of long. Somehow they get her to, like, the elevator area and they get out of her. She's on the 11th floor, which is actually the same floor we were all on. So they get up to the 11th floor and they're, like, walking her down the hallway, trying to figure out what room she's in. And miraculously, they find her group of friends. They're, like, all going to their room. And they're, like, oh, so what do you, like what are you guys doing? And the guys were like freaked that they were gonna think like they drugged this girl that something sketchy was going down. And they were like, Oh my god, please take her. Like she's not okay. Take her to her room, like help her. And they said the girls literally came over to her and were like poking her and stuff. And they were like, Ah, oh, she's good. She can just go with you guys. Oh my and they're god. And they are like, What? what? <laughs> no, she can't. And the, these girls just left their friend with Derek and AJ. And just left. And they were like, well, we don't know what to do. And so they brought the girl into their room. She fell asleep. They had two beds in their room. She fell asleep, like, at the foot of one of the beds or whatever. And then AJ slept in that bed, I guess. And Derek slept in the other bed. We guess we'll just, like, let her sleep. And then she can wake up and, like, leave, I guess. So they wake up. She was cuddling Derek, when he woke up, he was so freaked and uncomfortable that he just like ignored it, which is totally what I, I would just ignore it. And he was like, think like eventually she's going to wake up and just leave. And so he waits for her to leave. And when she finally leaves, they, they get up, get out of bed and and find that she had pissed the bed. Oh, yeah. She did. In AJ's bed, which is why she moved to Derek's bed. Uh. And, <laughs> and that's how drunk she was. Yeah, she actually pissed herself. I didn't know that was a thing. Have you ever been so drunk you peed on yourself?
0: We were talking about this in Mexico, actually. I've slept walked so drunk that I went really? I went and peed on the wall.
1: <laughs> That's pretty bad, too.
0: And I remember, <laughs> you know how they always say, like, never wake up a sleepwalker? Yeah. And it was the only time it's ever happened. My ex-girlfriend woke me up and I was so... You're feeling a lot of emotion because one, you're like in a different world, right? And then all of a sudden you get sucked back into reality then you realize, oh my god, I'm pissing on my wall right now, and so then you're embarrassed, but you're also scared because you're like, what's been happening? And I almost freaking lost it. I was like, ah, 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 no. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, what do you do? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> so anyway, that, that's what happened to me. So it it is possible.
1: That is nuts. Well, that's what happened to the boys. I feel really bad for them. But at the same time, I'm like, that's what you get for bringing a girl that you don't know up on stage. Yeah. Um, And I feel bad for the girl because her friends just didn't care and left her. I just feel bad. like the whole thing was just insane. But that just goes to show you when you go to these kinds of parties and it's like you get 10 free drinks with your ticket and the ho- and inc- inclusive hotel, like you got to watch your liquor. Yeah. Like, don't get so drunk. I mean, that's just crazy. So that was that was my kind of New Year's. Everybody was just blackout.
0: No, that's funny. Got I had home. a great time, though. That's good. And you made some money.
1: I did. I made a little bit of money. Had fun with my friends. Got to go to Washington, D.C., which is one of my favorite cities to visit. So. Yeah. Great time. Yeah. What about you?
0: Well, I was in Mexico. It was a wonderful time. We went with a couple of different couples, so that was nice. I was making some mental notes of Mexico this time around, so I've got some things about Mexico that we just need to get into. Okay. Okay. We were staying close to Plato Carmen, and we were going mm-hmm. to a Mayan ruin, uh, this place called Cobo, which is dope, by the way, and it's the last... Mayan ruin that you can walk up the pyramid because they're, and they're about to, I think, shut that down because it's a gigantic liability. There's hundreds of people climbing up this sheer face rock wall, basically, like trying to get to the top. But if you make it up the top, you're like, whoa, this is really cool. So we were driving over there and we stopped at a gas station to get some snacks, you know? Mm -hmm. And let's just talk about Mexican snacks real quick. Mexicans have no regard for your butthole at all when it comes to (laughs) snacks. Because there's only snack flavors that will light your balloon knot up a million degrees. It's all flaming Hot takis, and Citrus Lime with Halbanero Fire Cheetos. And Doritos with actual dynamite on them. It's all sh- hot. I was just mm-hmm. like, can I have like normal like Cool Ranch? No.
1: Ooh, cool Ranch sounds neat. Really yum.
0: Yeah. They no. just like love some spicy... You know, I I applaud them. They've the Mexican people have somehow evolved a way that their colon is impenetrable. That that came out wrong. Is
1: that did, did come out really, really
0: wrong. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what what what's what is the word? It's uh, mm,
1: like made of steel?
0: Indestructible.
1: That. Oh,
0: they have just... indestructible buttholes over there.
1: hmm Mm-hmm. Still sounds wrong, but it does. I get what you're trying to say. It's (laughs) the truth.
0: It's the truth. I have so much respect for it. All right. Uh
1: huh.
0: The other thing I noticed on the way over to uh, the Mayan ruin and the cenote, there was probably, I don't know, between 47,000 and 55,000 little shops selling hammocks and dream catchers. Hmm. Who's buying all these fucking dream catchers over there? Who's buying a hammock and being like, you know what I want to do? I'm going to fly with this thing fucking later this week. This giant <laughs> piece of wood and all this yarn. We're going back to Cincinnati, guys. No one. <laughs> why would you? Are you selling that? No one's sitting in that shit. And then. They we,
1: have those everywhere. They have those at tourist places in South Africa.
0: No, yeah, totally. So many dream Same. catchers. They're catching so many dreams in Mexico. Yeah. Why do you hate dreams? Mexico. <laughs> but the, they
1: catch the bad dreams. No, I, I
0: know. I know. But when we were flying back, we were behind a couple who she was definitely from New Jersey because way too tan. And, well, you know what I'm talking about. And the guy was having to care. It was not a it was not a one piece. It was a two piece hammock set. And he was having to put it through (laughs) the x-ray machine. And I was like, (sighs) they're going to have a meltdown about this fucking hammock. You know, it's going to happen like. You know, he's like, fuck this hammock. You know, like, what are we doing? We've got to book this out on Amazon. Why are we bringing this back to Secaucus right now? Like, you knew it was about to, he was about to, ex- and we'd only just gotten through the x-ray. You could tell he was fuming. It was so funny. Where we were staying, there was a beach cabanas, right? And then there was kind of like one bathroom by the beach bar that you could go and use, right? Mm-hmm. It was basically the bathroom for, I don't know, maybe... 50 people who were, like, hanging out on the beach. Going back to, like, my thought about, like, Mexican stores only sen- sell snacks that just absolutely light your butthole up, you know? Mm-hmm. Then then you also have, like, Ms. Montezuma's Revenge, you know? And there's also tequila, which we all know what that does. <laughs> and I went into that bathroom, like, the first day, and I was like, this Mexican beach bathroom has a horror story to tell, you know? Like, if... Mm-hmm. If that bathroom could talk, it's like the brave little toaster of Mexico. You know, oh my God. like think about the things that have happened in that.
1: Bathroom. I don't think I want to hear any of the stories this bathroom has to tell. <laughs> like, can you imagine? It being if it's like, anywhere near the scene I came into this morning in the mudroom, I don't want to know anything about it. Oh, my
0: God. You know, I just imagine like the bathroom at like an AA meeting. And just, like, smoking a cigarette being like, you guys don't know what I've seen. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, but it was really wonderful. We uh, liked the place that we go to. And it was a good, like, couples trip. I'm excited for Reinhardt to move here because then you can be kind of in the fold of the couples trips. But, yeah, couples trips, it's a more evolved way to travel. Mm -hmm. But then it just devolves very quickly because Mexico has a lot of tequila hmm Yeah. Yeah. It was great. And then uh, New Year's New Year's Eve was great. I, I We got so drunk on New Year's Day that, like, I was like, I don't know if i gonna make it to midnight, yo. Like, it's going to be tough. <laughs> and so we all sit down, and I was, like, looking at my—I wa- don't have a watch. What am I talking about? I was looking at my phone, and it was 1030, and I was like, okay, I can make it. I need to make an hour and a half. And Sarah's was like, you better make it an hour and a half to kiss me on midnight, and then you can leave, you know? And I was like, okay, I can do this. And then, like— I saw, like an hour later, I looked at my phone, and I was like, it's it's 10.32. Like, it, like I couldn't get past 10.30 to save my no. life. No, It was just like – and then like two hours went by, and I went and danced and sang and met people. And I looked at my phone. It was 10.33. I was, I was like, what time warp <laughs> am I in here?
1: Uh, <laughs> so I, think, I think as long as you get to midnight on the East Coast – and watch the ball drop or whatever normally. Yeah. Then it, you're like, "Okay, I did it. I made it."
0: Yeah. Well, we were on East Coast time technically. Oh, you were. I wanted to say this cuz this is going to come out, I guess the day after it happens, right? This is going to oh. come out on Wednesday. Uh-huh. My new favorite thing is that I'm the host of the uh Bachelor recap on Good Morning America now.
1: Oh my god. Ah. So I
0: think
1: you've, you've officially made it when you're on Good Morning America.
0: Yeah. Maybe That's what I think. Rubbing elbows and hobnobbing with Michael Strahan. Yeah,
1: he's the man. When does that start, technically? Well, I guess, gosh, the bachelor premieres on Monday, huh?
0: I know. Are you excited?
1: I am excited about The Bachelor. I love Pilot Pete, been a been a Pilot Pete fan since last season. And I actually know one of the girls on the show. Which one? I'm good friends with her sister. Um Should I should I I guess it's okay if I say it.
0: if you know her uh, they've released the girls no i know
1: i just is it weird if i say it's not right i feel like i should ask her can i say i know you um it's okay it's kelly flanagan i'll ask her later and we can edit it out if not and i'm friends with her sister pamela she rescues horses and rehabs them to be polo ponies which is really cool
0: her name's pamela flanagan
1: Um, not the girl on the show that's my friend her sister kelly uh her sister kelly is on the show
0: there's another Nashville girl on there. I think her name's Hannah Sluss. Slouse.
1: Well, this girl's not a Nashville girl. She's a Chicago girl.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I got friends everywhere, Wells.
0: You got friends in low places.
1: And high places and yeah. snowy places. and.
0: But, like, okay, let me ask you this question about The Bachelor. This is just brutal, but do you want to fuck Peter?
1: No, I have a boyfriend.
0: No, I know. Like, as a woman.
1: I feel like there's no right answer here except no without me getting in trouble well like i sit
0: so okay here's the thing i feel like everyone wants to bang tyler
1: oh like you're like tyler has more sex appeals than Peter. yes we're like yeah or
0: like even like colton's like i may always made the joke that he looked like a giant baby because he did and he always cried but like if you meet him in person you're like jesus man that guy's huge you know like i understand mm-hmm. the sex appeal of that N- nick vial you know like okay put a shirt on mm-hmm. but okay we get it
1: yeah
0: he's pretty shredded
1: yeah, but I would not fuck Dick Vial. All
0: right. Ben Higgins. Um 6'5. Okay,
1: so this this is who I was gonna compare Pete to. To me, I've never met Peter in real life, so we'll take this with a grain of salt. But to me, he's he's a very Ben Higgins bachelor. I think so, too. Where Ben is like such a nice, good guy, and he's handsome, but it's not like he has this like overwhelming sex appeal by any means. He like seems he's like a little bit nerdy. But he's but he's cute. And like, that's kind of how I feel Peter is. It's like he's not like he doesn't like exude sexual energy when he walks into the room. But do you really want that it, as your husband? I feel like it's better to go for like the nice, handsome guy yeah. than the guy that just like exudes sex appeal.
0: So I'll say this, no offense
1: but, to Tyler. Tyler is actually also really nice. But
0: yes, he's very nice. Do you remember when everyone wanted the other Peter? to be yes. the bachelor and then he wasn't yes. and then it was Ari and everyone's like what wah, you know like all the girls were like well I actually came for that other guy uh, I don't think like it's going to be that th- I think there's a part there's a part of me that's like there's a bunch of chicks there there's a bunch of women there that are like oh it's it's not Tyler it's not Tyler
1: Hannah really did Pete a solid by saying that they fucked in the windmill yeah, more than once. You're right. What you say twice or three times or something? Four
0: times, I think.
1: Four, whatever. That comment. Baker's doesn't. Changed everything for yeah, him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: everybody that watches The Bachelor saw him differently after that.
0: Hunter. Yeah. You're right. All of a sudden he became a coxswain, you know? Totally. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay. So I take back what I, I was just asking the question because I was like, I wonder if people are. Because I've been seeing all the promos on the phone, you know, on my phone of of like, what did you, what did you do when you found out it was Peter and the girls being like, oh my god, I just started crying You're like, oh my god, I freaking out, you know? And I was like, okay, but if you found out it was Tyler, what would you have done? You know, like, mm-hmm. but you're right, you're a hundred percent right. The uh, the windmill, just I don't even know what you want to call that, sexcapade.
1: <laughs> yeah, ch-
0: ch- yeah, she did it's- him a solid.
1: She did and, a solid. and it
0: looks like she's coming back for some seconds. or Yeah, they spits. love to make it
1: seem like that, though, don't they?
0: Heard some things. Hmm. Heard some things.
1: Well, I'm excited to watch. I think Pete seems like a good guy.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's fun that I know somebody on, on there. So I'm excited about it. If I am in town, I'm not sure if I'm going to be in town or not yet. But if I'm in town, I'm going to have a couple friends over, watch the premiere, live tweet it, get back on my live tweet game and all that so yeah that's exciting but well wow, super pumped to watch you on good morning america that's really exciting
0: well you know what's gonna be fun about it is that so i think the idea is that is that we're gonna have people that got kicked off you know the night before on the show with me so oh, that's cool. i'm gonna get to meet all these people
1: and then invite them on our podcast Exactly. <laughs> this is all just one <laughs>
0: scheduling ploy that i've made
1: that's perfect <laughs> uh brand A. What's
0: up? You know what my favorite things is? What's that? Looking cool. Is it?
1: Is that why you wear leather <laughs> jackets? Do you think it makes you look cool? Yeah,
0: I got, I'm got. i trying to trick people into thinking I'm cool. And one easy way to make yourself look cooler than you really are? Dope-ass glasses from Warby Parker. Have you taken the um the quiz on WarbyParker.com yet?
1: You know what? I haven't, but I already own a pair of Warby Parker glasses, so oh. I'm already looking cool.
0: Well, anyways, I went and took the quiz uh, earlier today, and... I love it. Okay, so here's one of my things. It asks you like what what types of, you know, like glasses shape you like, what kind of colors you like, tortoiseshell or black or wireframes. It asks you all kind of stuff. But one thing that I really loved about the quiz is it asked my head size. And I oh. feel like this is a question that's not asked enough to people who have tiny little pinheads like me. Because I'll get sunglasses and they will just slide off my face because tiny head, little brain. Oh, yeah. Knew? I know. So anyways, I love taking the Warby Parker quiz and I'm so excited to get the glasses. So here's the deal. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses, which is crazy. And lenses include anti-glare and anti-scratch coatings. They also have the free home try-on program so you can order five pairs of glasses and then try them all on for free for five days there's no obligation to buy it ships for free and includes a prepaid return shipping label so like literally you have to pay for nothing and then you head to warbyparker.com slash yft take the quiz and order your free home try-on today
1: didn't know that warby parker also has comfortable breathable and affordable daily contact lenses what this is news to me so i'm gonna get online right now and check this out because i do wear contacts i also wear glasses i love my warby parker glasses but i am going to check out this contact lens situation they are made from super moist material that resists drying for lasting hydration and comfort big deal of your contact wear you can order a trial pack that includes six days worth of contacts for only five bucks and then receive five dollars off your next warby parker order learn more at warbyparker.com Slash
0: so again, one um, more time, go to warbyparker.com slash YFT, take the quiz, and order your free home try-on kit today.
1: I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks, and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull & Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time, and they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee, so you can wash, style, And sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back.
0: That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code favorite at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code favorite thing. Do you have fave things, bro?
1: Oh, okay. So we have to discuss. I finished you. Kind of a while ago, actually, and it's funny because since last week, I've had several people in my DMs saying, "Hey, I felt the same way about you when I first started it, but like, hang in there, it gets better, mm-hmm. um, and finish it." And so, and and so, I'm here to tell you exactly what all these people have already told me: it does get better uh, about midway through the season. Like, it starts to pick up, some cool like twists and turns start happening that you don't really expect. And the series is so, so, so good at the end until Mm. like the last three minutes. Oh, okay. I think they botched the last three minutes and they added in. I know what they're doing here. The last three minutes are to segue into a season three. Yeah. But I just feel like they could have done it better. If if they they had either ended this episode before this, they tried to do a segue. It would have been awesome. Or if they had just figured out a different segue. I don't love what they did at the very end.
0: Interesting. Okay. But
1: it's worth watching because there are some twists and turns that you don't really see coming. And it does get it does get much more interesting and and uh, and more dynamic as you keep watching. So I say watch you season two.
0: Yeah, I, wa- I watched probably half of it while we were in Mexico. And I was like, oh, once again, disagree with Brandy because I like this.
1: Yeah, it definitely got better. And then I also watched, it's it's not new. Yeah. I think it came out in September, so says Google. Um, but I was just like scrolling through Netflix and came across this movie trailer that I hadn't seen for a Netflix film called Fractured. Do you ever watch that?
0: I don't know. Who's in it?
1: Sam Worthington. I like um,
0: I like this guy too. Okay, so tell me about it.
1: It was so disturbing that I had to then w- start watching the first season of Friday Night Lights afterwards, so that I didn't have nightmares. I needed need, something like happy and feel you and feel good to watch afterwards. A
0: palate cleanse for Netflix?
1: <laughs> I'm not kidding. I had to. It was scary. So it was like a psychological thriller, which I I love these kinds of movies. Uh, and I was it was like that and Sam Worthington that really sold me on it. Oh, yes, it came out in, on October 11th. I just saw. The date. um Okay, so premise. So Sam Worthington plays this guy named Ray, and they are on a. It's him and his wife and daughter that are on a road trip, and somewhere like on this road trip, they stop at a at a rest stop and they and he it's like snowing and stuff and and they get out of the car the wife like goes in the gas station and then ray gets out of the car with his daughter and he's like doing something in the car and when he turns around there's this dog like growling at his daughter and she's like on the edge of this like like wall that that obviously like has a huge drop on the backside, and something happens where this dog she's so scared of this dog and this dog and like growls and whatever and she falls and he jumps after her and they land on the ground and like they're all hurt everyone's hurt and so they they rush they get in the car and rush to the er because the girl has like a broken arm his head's bleeding it's like a whole thing and they they rush to this er and from the minute he gets there like it seems like sketchy stuff is going down in this er like he he sees somebody like hand cash to an ambulance and give them like a human organ box you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. and he's freaked And so, like, this whole time as they check in, like, things are asking weird questions. And he's, like, so sketched by this hospital. And then all of a sudden, like, his daughter and wife go off for, like, a CT scan or something. And he waits in the lobby. He falls asleep, wakes up hours later. And they're saying that there is is no daughter, that he checked in alone. They don't know what he's talking about. And they make him seem nuts. Anyway, there's twists, turns. It's very good. I like it. Mm -hmm. It kind of reminded me in a weird way. It doesn't sound like anything similar, but just kind of the way the movie played out. It reminded me of that movie Identity with John Cusack that came out like early 2000s or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like you just don't know what to believe because they're showing you different things and people are saying it's just nuts. I thought it was really good.
0: All right. Fracture. scary. I'm into it. Freaky. Um, have you heard about The Witcher yet?
1: I've been wanting to watch it.
0: Okay, so we got a couple episodes in. If you haven't heard about this The lead is Henry Cavill. He was Superman for, like, the past, like, five Superman movies. So, like, big good-looking guy. In this one, he plays basically a witch or a witcher that is a monster hunter. And he's, Mm -hmm. well, I'll just read it. A mutilated monster hunter struggles to find his place in the world in which people often prove more wicked than the beasts. The witcher, played by uh, Henry Cavill, looks Exactly like Legolas from Lord of the Rings. Uh he's got like white long hair and um yeah, he's a kind of a badass monster hunter, and it's pretty cool, I gotta say. Check Is it, it good? out. It's pretty good, you know?
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: We were watching it in the beginning and I was like, I was like, I don't know. If the acting's very good in this, and then the people that we thought were bad die immediately. We're like, oh, okay, they or they're gone. And then there was like the first fight scene, and we were like, whoa, 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 what is this? Like, this guy's obviously very good at fight scenes, being Superman. Um, and then the special effects are really, really good. Once they killed off the two bad actors, then everyone was great. So,
1: wow, okay, I haven't wanted to see that.
0: Check it out.
1: I haven't seen the show yet, obviously, because it's not, not out yet. Guess what I saw a preview for yesterday as I was scrolling.
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> so, our buddy, Ozark Mark. Oh, yeah? Remember he, he was telling us about his show, The Outsider?
0: Yes, which Outsiders is a Stephen King book. That we, yeah, The Outsider.
1: The Outsider. He didn't tell us that it's a freaking HBO series.
0: Well, I assumed it was either HBO or Netflix because it's a Stephen King novel.
1: I know, but, like, I assumed it was Netflix, I guess, because it was, like, him and Jason Bateman, and he, it was, like, a lot of that same Ozark crew. He has he has stepped up to the HBO series level. Yeah. Super excited for him. The trailer's out. It looks awesome. It looks scary. Can't wait for it to come out. I think it comes out in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, I will say that that book is is scary. There are some Stephen King novels where it's a kind of, like, hokey. Like, have you seen It 2 yet?
1: No, I can't watch it. It terrifies me.
0: Oh, so like we watched it on the plane last night. And by the way, I loved it. So don't get me wrong here. But but there's a little bit of like silliness to it. You know, like the monsters that he creates, you're like, there's a 17 foot tall woman with huge, saggy tits running around naked like Stephen King. (laughs) What are you doing that night when you're writing that? You know, like what's (laughs) happening here? Um, Yeah, I will say that one's really, really good. Like I, I really liked it, too.
1: Okay. well, it looks like I'm going to have to wait for Reinhardt to get here to watch this Outsider, the Outsider uh, series with because it does look very scary. Yeah. Super pumped about for Mark. It looks really good.
0: Mark Benchaka. Yeah. Okay. so I'm doing so much traveling just this month because I'm filming an episode of GMA every single week. So I'm stuck on planes going back and forth from L.A., which means I'm bored, which means I'm looking for a fun way to pass the time while engaging my brain and enjoying breathtaking visuals and gripping storylines. And the game that I've been playing while I've been flying back and forth from New York is Best Fiends.
1: Ooh, you know who loves this game is Rye Rye. Why don't you tell us about it, Wells?
0: So Best Fiends is a casual game anyone can play, but it's made for adults. You can spend as much or as little time as you'd like in the game. But anyways, right now I've been playing so much while I fly. Like, you know how your phone tells you how, like, long you've been, like, looking at your phone each week? And you're like, good. Yep. I'm an idiot, you know? Now that I've been playing Best Fiends, I don't feel so bad about it because it's a fun game and it's stimulating to my brain waves, right? So Mm -hmm. I don't feel like such a millennial loser.
1: Well, that's great.
0: For sure. So engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. So Best Fiends. F-I-E-N-D-S. That's it. Do it. Doing a bunch of traveling once again, Brandi, because, I don't know, that's just our lives at this point, and we got to talk about our favorite, well, travel toothbrush, and just toothbrush in general, the Quip toothbrush.
1: For real, I just love so much as I'm packing my, like, massive toiletry bag because I have a problem, and I take more products than clothes on trips. Like, I'm packing, and I'm, I'm getting low on space, and then the last thing I always add is my toothbrush. Thank God, Quip is so tiny, compact, sleek. It just fits right in even though my bag is almost full. It doesn't take up a lot of space, but it's still an electric toothbrush. It is honestly the greatest invention ever.
0: So Quip makers of the Quip electric toothbrush want you to know the one single discovery that matters most for your dental care. It's simply this that if you have good habits, you're good. That means brushing for 2 minutes twice a day and flossing regularly no matter what brand you use. Quip makes it simple starting with electric toothbrush refillable floss and anti-cavity toothpaste.
1: Quip's electric toothbrush comes with a built-in timer and 30-second pulses to guide a full and even clean, which is super important. I'm so ADD that if I do try to time my teeth brushing, I just lose track and then I probably don't brush as long as normal. But with Quip, I don't have that problem because it does it for me. The Quip floss dispenser comes with pre-marked string to help you use just enough so that you get enough floss to use, but you're not wasting any. Honestly, they've thought of everything.
0: Now, join over 3 million healthy mouths and get Quip today starting at 25 bucks, which is crazy. And if you go to getquip.com slash YFT right now, you'll get your first refill free.
1: That's getquip.com slash YFT, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash YFT.
0: Quip, the good habits company. Clean teeth. Do you ever use reminders on your phone? No. No? You don't say like, hey, Siri, remind me to... Oh, it's doing it right now. <laughs> ah!
1: It's doing it right now.
0: No, don't up no 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 don't update. Don't
1: update. Ah, ah! stop. <laughs> this is why I don't use this. Exactly. I use
0: like a good bit, right? And Okay. So I the do, only thing
1: I use Siri for is to say, like, hey Siri, set a timer for ten minutes, like when I'm cooking or something.
0: All right. Well you're underutilizing her. All right. Am I? I think so. So you I tell me. So I use a lot and um I definitely do it when I'm drunk, when I think I've got like good bits. Or, um, <laughs> like, funny things. And then also, like, to remind me, like, don't forget to do, you know, this thing tomorrow. So sometimes I wake up in the morning hungover and I'll look at and I'll get a reminder for something. And I'm like, I don't know what I, what that was. You know, like, what was going through my mind? And the one that I got the other day was, remind me to do the ham. Remind me to fuck a ham.
1: Like, what?
0: It said, it, said, it said, don't forget to do the ham. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And then I started thinking, what if I died abruptly and tragically and the cops found that reminder and the Mm. last thing that that I could have done was to make love to a ham sandwich or something?
1: I would definitely question it, but also like maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's sort of believable, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Not a good bit. Mm. I got that. So it took me a while because I didn't fly for a very long time, but I finally finished that book. I mentioned I'd started called Every Last Lie by Mary Kubica. Yeah. Really, really good. I enjoyed it. It's kind of similar to you. I I really enjoyed the book up until the very freaking end. Mm. Like the whole book, I'm like, I don't know what to believe. I don't know who's doing, saying this, what's going on. I don't know, which is so great. And then at the very end, it was just very anticlimactic. Like the very mm. end just was kind of a letdown. Still worth the read because, for, like, for most of the book, it was really good. But, like, I just wanted a little bit better of an ending.
0: Yeah. What's it called again?
1: It's called Every Last Lie. Oh, okay. Um, and just like I already talked about it before, but it's about a woman whose husband dies in a car accident. Like, all the forensics say he was speeding, didn't put on the brakes, like, maybe it was suicide, but he had his daughter in the car, and so it was just, like, would he really try to kill himself with his, like, eight-year-old daughter in the car? That's weird. And then, like, there's all these, like, clues – to, to make the wife think that somebody was, like, after him or ran him off the road and she's convinced and everyone thinks she's nuts and whatever, so you kind of go back and forth the whole time. And a lot of the book is written from his perspective before the crash, and you find out he was keeping a lot of things from her. So then you do suspect foul play. Like, I don't know. It, it was a good story. I just wanted, I wanted a better ending.
0: Got it. All right. Into it. Do you have any music?
1: I was so excited for Justin Bieber to put out a new song finally. Yeah. And it's just... Like, it sounds cool. Like, when you turn it on, you're like, oh, this is a jam. And then you start listening to the lyrics, and you're like, oh, I don't know about this lyrically.
0: I saw I some of the lyrics. I about it. Seems a little sexual towards Haley.
1: It's sexual, I guess, but not like, they weren't, like, great. I don't know. It just seemed a little, I don't know, weird. Okay. It just wasn't great. It wasn't as great. It wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting greatness from him having making us wait this long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the word last week that you f- were freaked that were spelled one way and had two meanings?
0: Close and close.
1: Oh, yeah. So someone uh messaged us about another one.
0: OK, what is it?
1: I'm going to spell it and see which way you say it first. R-E-S-U-M-E.
0: Yeah, resume and resume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's annoying. That's a good yeah, one.
1: That's so funny. That's a good one. That is a good one.
0: My buddy, Daniel Ellsworth, who's in Daniel Ellsworth and Great Lakes, which I, we've played music from him before. Um, he has a new sign project called Dark Minds, and I'm really happy for him and proud of him because... The new new song, Everything, is on the new Apple commercial, which is bonkers, by the way. So I guess go listen to that. But I'm really liking the other single they released called Get Up, and I wanted to play like a little bit of that.
1: That sounds cool.
0: This is Dark Minds. Dark Minds is one word. A song called Get Up on YFT. Until I reach the summit, I've been ready. I've been ready. Lightning been toward the bottom of the well in the hell and, back and still I still alive I get up I, I get up oh, 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 oh. I get up I, I get up. Oh, oh, oh. It's a good workout song, you know? One of those yeah. that uh, kind of gives you some inspiration. So yeah, anyways, check it out. Dark Minds, the Everything song is the on the new Apple commercial, but that's a song called Get Up that I like a lot. So check it out.
1: That's cool. You got anything else? You know, I know we think it's funny to read people's negative reviews of us on on iTunes, yeah. but I get, I get so many DMs from listeners that have nice things to say. I think we should start reading some every now and then. Okay. Just because like, I don't know like it's it's re- it's just like really cool I, like I met a, uh, a couple of uh, YFT tears at, at New Year's Eve like they'll DM me and be like YFT you're here I'm at your show and like I love getting to meet them in person and stuff and it's just really cool to think about like how many people actually listen to the podcast and I don't know. It just makes me feel really good. Like I like doing this podcast. I love hanging out with you every week and I love getting to just talk and share things, but it makes it just like mean so much more when I get messages like this. So this one's from uh, Lisa Thorne. Shout out to Lisa. I'm going to write you back also on Instagram, but I'm also going to read your message because I thought it was so sweet. She said, hi, Brandy. I never DM people, but wanted to thank you for bringing a smile to my face on a weekly basis. I love your podcast so much, and it brings joy to my stressful day. I work as a therapist for high risk teens, and it's so nice to look forward to laughing along with y'all after a hard day. Thank you guys for being genuine and awesome. Oh. No. That's sweet. Oh, that's nice. I know.
0: Um, I got one right here from Lily Lily. <laughs> Subject line Damn it, Wells. <laughs> five stars damn it wells the freaking turtleneck is really making a comeback great podcast <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a good one uh, wait who who did you post was it john krasinski wearing the turtleneck yeah yeah,
0: yeah. and i said it was derek and like everyone yeah, was like was that's
1: like, right it was like your exact outfit i know i know it's crazy
0: and uh, well, my favorite thing was everyone was like that's john krasinski and i'm like yeah i
1: yeah I, I that's the that. joke that's the joke that's the joke
0: mm-hmm. anyways Hey, by the way, did you did you think that my New Year same me post with wearing Sarah's face on my underwear and her chicken cutlets on my chest was funny or not?
1: Yeah, I, I commented and told you that at first glance, it looked like you had shaved shapes in your <laughs> around, chest hair
0: around my nipples.
1: <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? And then I looked I zoomed and I was like, oh, I see. But at first I was like really concerned. I was like, man, he got real drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, so, like, uh, there's a lot of you in my family that were not pumped about that picture. Oh,
1: really? Yeah, and I was like, I don't,
0: I really don't understand, you know, like, first of all, the fact that there's underwear of Sarah, like, holding on to my junk is hilarious to me.
1: Hysterical. Anyway, so. I thought it was funny. Okay, good. Thanks. My family is, we think things are funny, though, that probably aren't, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, but also, like, (laughs) if you really know me, like, that's totally my personality to, like, do weird shit. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: How great was the Photoshop of you in uh, my family portrait? By yeah, the
0: way. it was so good. So good. It was so good. I'm sorry Billy Ray got kicked out, but you know what? Them's the breaks.
1: No, we, we actually kicked him out of those photos, he was never mm. in them.
0: Mm. That's good to because I saw someone be like, I can't believe you kicked out Billy Ray for a while. And I was like, yeah, that's. A- I know. Ooh. I think they
1: assumed that we put you over him. But at the end of the photo shoot, my mom was like, all right, now I want some with just me and my kids. Yeah, yeah, And we yeah. were like, oh, no, dad? She was like, no. Yeah. And we were- and then at the end, we were like, oh, we actually like these the best.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Sorry, dad. By the way, I saw yeah. your dad posted a picture of like his, you know, like new demo out. And it's like his, you know, demo recording soundboard. And your, your mom was like, you need to get an iPhone because it's the grainiest
1: no, I know. Glorious
0: photo. I don't understand. He
1: refuses.
0: Just someone buy it for him and he, do it.
1: He will we, He has one. He has an iPhone and an iPad. He doesn't use, and it, like he still uses the BlackBerry. And somehow they like. I don't know if they like stocked up because they knew they would stop making them. He has like backup Blackberries really? because he knows he can't get one anymore. Like he is. He's committed.
0: Wow.
1: He's got, it's insane.
0: He's got just in case
1: blackberries. Yes, just in case <laughs> blackberries. damn
0: I was fucking, I got respect for that right there.
1: <laughs> I do kind of miss BBM.
0: I I loved BBM. I really yeah. did. And the I little the do. little trackball. It was like a little yeah, kind of
1: nice. I had a real fancy white BlackBerry. I, I mean, I kind of do miss him.
0: I know, but I gotta
1: go. Probably there's probably some more shit for me to clean up at this yeah, point. Yeah,
0: go clean up some <laughs> diarrhea real quick. <laughs>
1: Oh, what is my life?
0: You're like, what's that movie that's like where they buy a zoo?
1: Yeah, we bought it. It's called We Bought a Zoo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking super creative title, guys. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I've accumulated a zoo.
0: You have. Uh, oh. Yeah, go go lay out some hay for your goats and your donkeys and pick up some diarrhea. And You know what?
1: Laugh, but I actually do have to go down there and clean stalls because it's raining and everyone's inside.
0: Oh, man. 2020 shaping up banger for uh, old Brandi
1: why is it on like on like December 31st we're always like oh I can't wait for next year it's gonna be so freaking great and then like the first couple of days of the new year like same thing yeah exactly same shit new decade
0: yep that's true okay well I miss you and I love you
1: okay love you <laughs> love you guys
0: the way you look could start us the way you why? Why? okay okay oh my mind you give me higher than the sky okay okay oh my mind tell me how to make you
1: mine. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.